And I think for a lot of us, especially if we are following Jesus, we still fall into that trap of like, am I holy enough? Am I clean enough? Mm -hmm. Am I perfect enough? Like the beauty of the gospel is like, God's like, I, I see all of that. I know the whole story, the whole picture, everything mm -hmm. of your life. Mm -hmm. I still came to and gave my life for you. Hey, everybody, I'm Suzanne, and welcome to the Find and Follow podcast, where our goal is to help you engage your faith outside of Sunday. We are in a new series called Experiencing God. It's based on the book by Henry Blackaby, where there are seven realities. Week one, the reality is was that we talked about God is always at work around us. Mm. A lot of times we think that we invite God in, but he's already here and our, our posture might be need to change. Week two is that God pursues a relationship with us, with, mm. with you. And joining me today to talk about this is Dylan Kane. Welcome, Dylan. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Glad to have you back. Yeah, Dylan, glad to be here. tell us, just in case people don't know who you are, who you are, what you do at New City, and yes. who you are. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, well, my name is Dylan. I am the student director here at New City. Been here for uh, five years now. Um, and yeah, very excited to jump into to this today and this discussion and love this series. It is a great one. Yes. It is a great one. I, yeah. I will confess, I did it probably 20 years ago okay. in a small group. Yeah. Um, there is a small group guide that goes with it that is that walks through each week and That's each awesome. reality. So That's great. It's a great one. I did look it up on Amazon. They have repackaged the outside. They've redone the outside <laughs> of the book. Um, but it is, it's really good. Yeah. So let's... Both Chris and Gabe talked about this reality of God pursuing relationship yeah, with us yeah. through John 3, mm -hmm. um, 1 through 18. And I know that there's this verse that's out there that all of us kind of know. Which one? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you think it is? Yeah. Uh, oh, oh. Yeah. John 3.16. Yeah, John yes. 3.16. It's everywhere. It's it's uh, everywhere we go. Like, it's it's one I of those. I yeah, was thinking of Tim Tebow. You know, having it under his oh yeah, the eye, eye black. black. Uh huh. Yep. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. Yep. But he did when oh, he, yeah. when he played. He had it there yep. every game. Mm -hmm. Um, I think John three sixteen is such a known verse. Yeah. That God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, mm -hmm. that we would not perish but have everlasting life. So yes. like, I can quote it. I know you can quote it. A in lot of people can multiple quote. versions. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I was thinking so that I didn't quote yes, it in like uh -huh. a, a King James version that yeah. I learned it in as a kid. That verse is been so big, but it's really taken out of a conversation. It is. Yeah, it's plucked out. Let's talk about how Jesus and Nicodemus have this conversation. Mm -hmm. What what was going on there? Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting. You know, one of the the details that big details that you could just kind of read over if you don't aren't reading closely. But I think John is highlighting like Nicodemus comes at night, <laughs> which is a big deal where, why is that a big deal? Well, he, I mean, I think he's going under the cover of darkness mm. where, you know, I've got, there's something that I like, I'm hearing my peers saying one thing, but it's not adding up to what I, I see, or I still have other questions. And what does it look like if I am, doing this in public, mm -hmm. <laughs> what my others, you know, say in that. Um, but I still feel like I need to go and figure this out. So he goes under the cover of night 
the cover of darkness mm-hmm. to go and pursue Jesus. And it's kind of like, who are you, man? <laughs> right. <laughs> what is happening? Here? Right. Um, Chris talked about that he he says to Nicodemus says to Jesus, like, you're doing music miracles, mm-hmm. not musicals, miracles. <laughs> um, and all of this is happening. And so I, I see this, mm-hmm. but I have questions. Yes. So he makes this statement of, I see, but mm-hmm. really, what's happening what's here? What's going on here? Um, how, what do you think of that, like, when you're in a crucial conversation and you lead with a statement, but then you ask questions? Is that helpful? Is that... Mm. What's the best way to go about that? Questions help make people less defensive. Mm. Whereas if I make a statement or a very strong statement... <laughs> um, you know, people don't always want to respond to that very well, but you can reframe it or take a take a totally different approach and ask a question instead of, I'm telling you what I think you should believe. Uh, here, Here's a question that I want you to wrestle with. Mm-hmm. And especially when it comes to um, I, faith and forming belief, like I can tell you what to believe all day long. I can tell students the right answers to all the questions, but until you give them... Uh, a question for them to start to wrestle with on their own, like learning isn't going to be theirs. Mm. They're not going to be able to take the knowledge and make it their own or apply it in a way where it's like, oh, I get this if if I'm just telling you what to, to think. Okay, you just said, you may need to repeat part of what you just said, because you just <laughs> said, if you just give students the information, that's yeah. not necessarily them learning. They have to wrestle with it. Well, yeah, and I, I think, you know, Especially for, you know, this, this is my story. I grew up in the church, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until I was 16 years old where I was like, I'm, I'm taking steps now to make my faith my own. My faith isn't my parents. My, if my faith isn't just coming to church on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, like as much as I love having fun at youth group, like that's not the, the most important part either. Um, but it was like, there are questions that I started to wrestle with. There's like, okay, I, I need to like have an answer for this on my own. Like, who is Jesus to me? Not who is it to my mom or to my dad, mm. uh, but who is Jesus to me? And what is, um, like when I started to, to go through those questions on my own, it wasn't like, Dylan, you need to believe this because this is the right thing to believe. It was, okay, I, I want to wrestle through this on my own. And I think in the way that we have conversations, the same thing can happen mm-hmm. where I don't just tell you, I, you should believe in Jesus, but right. it's like, let's, let's, uh, have a conversation and figure out, okay, this is who he is to me, but I'm going to, I'm going to ask questions to you and then let you wrestle with some of these things on your own, because that's where the, the discovery and the learning and then like making your faith your own mm-hmm. is going to take place in that context. So there's an element there that I think I'm hearing you say, like, we have to let people be curious. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I, as you're talking, it reminds me, like for me personally, when I was in college is where I started asking all the questions Mm -hmm. and unpacking like what I believed Mm -hmm. versus what I, like what I had been taught and what I believed and then what was actually scripturally true and going, okay, I believe something that wasn't in, that wasn't true to scripture. Mm -hmm. And I think we just pick up things sometimes. Yeah. And without that space yeah. to wa- wrestle with those questions, that can be really hard. Yes. Um, okay, so I want to go back to Nicodemus. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Chris talked about 
Discipleship is the journeying with Jesus in every area of our lives. Mm-hmm. It is handcrafted mm-hmm. and never mass produced, which I think is exactly what we're, we bo- are both sharing from our own personal experience, yeah. was having space and time to wrestle with those questions. Yes. But let's talk about what Nick, the conversation that Nicodemus and Jesus mm-hmm. had. Um, in mm-hmm. John 3, 16 and 18, mm-hmm. um, how does God pursue a relationship with us? From those pa- that from that passage, hmm. God always takes the first step, mm. and, and and God always provides, which I think you see any story you can pick out in Scripture, whether it's Abraham mm-hmm. in Genesis twenty-two, God providing the ram, mm-hmm. um, God providing. Uh, I had another one when I was thinking earlier this morning, and it's escaped me, but. The, in, the bottom line, God always initiates, like love initiates. Mm-hmm. And I think the gospel is summed up in John 3.16. It's why we love it so much mm-hmm. and why it's it's plastered at uh, everywhere, on eye black, on posters at a, a game. It's like, mm-hmm. man, God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And, like, and this is the very heart of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for us to understand God pursuing us, you know, as we're in the second reality of, of this series, um, God pursues us by, uh, I mean, the greatest expression of his love is sending Jesus not to condemn the world, uh, but to, to give the world new life, and it's through faith in him alone. Mm. So when we, God has, God has acted, mm-hmm. he has given us. Um, one of the questions I think we ask a lot is, what do we do? What do I have to do to earn this? Yeah. And um, there's that's not in this passage. No. Well, you can't earn it. <laughs> and that's and it's funny. Like this is you know we I we talked with students last night about this. Like you look at the for them. And I think this can apply to all of us. But mm-hmm. we're always asking this question: Like, am I enough? Am mm-hmm. I doing enough? Am I good enough? Am I uh, fill in the blank with whatever you want that to be? Um, and I think for a lot of us, especially if we are following Jesus, we still fall into that trap of like, am I holy enough? Am I clean enough? Mm-hmm. Am I perfect enough? Like, and the beauty of the gospel is like, God's like, I, I see all of that. I know the whole story, the whole picture, everything mm-hmm. of your life. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I still came to and gave my life for you. And it, that is a gift that you just have to accept. Like there's not an enough or a prerequisite that you have to have figured out before you can come to me. It's like, I I made the way, believe, enter in this new life, like receive this new life, mm-hmm. which I came to give. And and that that's the starting point. And that's a beautiful thing because mm-hmm. I think there's a there's an idea that I think I've had before, and that is that I have to um, – I know I've had this, but I think I've heard other people articulate as well. Like, I'm going to get myself together. i got to yes, get my act yes. together before I can come to God. Yeah, once I get my life figured out, mm-hmm. then God, like, I've got time. Or, like, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll feel ready. Right. Uh, and that's just not how it works. We're never going to get that to that point. <laughs> this <laughs> At is least true. I'm not. Uh, no, no, I'm never, I'm never going to be – I can't I – can't, be perfection. Yeah. I might try. Mm-hmm. I might work on it more than I need to mm-hmm. on things, on some mm-hmm. things and then miss others. Mm-hmm. Um, what about 
What about the idea that is often asked about like God judging us? Mm-hmm. What does this passage say to that? Yeah. I mean, I th- right there, the, the heart of like why you get verse 16, God so loved the world that he, he gave his only son. Verse 17, God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, mm-hmm. but in order that the world might be saved through him. Um, there is a there is a final judgment, but the reason Jesus came was to save the world. Mm-hmm. You know, in other gospels, is like I I came to seek and save the lost. Mm-hmm. Like I have, um, that's priority one. Right. <laughs> and in the heart of why I have come, not to judge, not to condemn, mm-hmm. or to make everybody feel terrible for their life decisions, but to offer something new and better. Like I have, I've designed the way life should be lived Mm. and there's a fullness of life that's only come through me. And that only comes when you receive newness of life, like the new life that I'm offering is like that. That's what I'm here to offer. And that's a lot. That's beautiful. That's so different than Mm -hmm. what we're used to talking about Mm -hmm. and what we, the expectation we have of God being our judge Mm -hmm. and this is right, like right versus wrong. And if you get it wrong, then you're going straight to hell. And then if you're Mm. good and good enough, you'll be okay. Yes. Like what we're, what you're saying is very different from that thinking. Yeah. Um, how do you, how do you help walk through that with people? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, and that's hard because it's like you, you can say, say that. And I'm also like, I struggle with that every day Mm. or like, I think it's, it's relearning what it means to each day live in grace Mm. and to know my, what my identity really is as child of of the father (laughs) um, in learning to follow Jesus and to become more like him. Like, it's it's so easy though to lose that that mindset and just be like, am I doing enough? Mm-hmm. Like, am I like back back to that question? Like, God, I've messed up again, mm-hmm. or like I've I feel like that's I've got this, uh, you know, I, I keep doing the things that I don't want to do. Back, right. back to Romans, back, yeah, tie it back to Romans, um, and I think we can get caught up in that, mm-hmm. but we miss like we can't forget the. Uh, the heart of the gospel and what what is true of us in Christ that that we are children that we are secure in that mm-hmm. and that doesn't give us a license to just go and do whatever we want now right but there there is a like a new freedom that we get to that we live in where it's like okay Jesus I want to become more like you mm-hmm. and I'm you know, what what does that look like today I'm just going to like take today as it is and, and try to be as faithful and obedient to that as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that is discipleship. Right, right. Yeah. And I think when you're in relationship, when I think about being in a relationship with, with Christ and with, with Jesus, like mm-hmm. a relationship is one that takes work mm-hmm. and it's not, it, it's, not one-sided yeah. to be a relationship. Yeah, it can't be. Um, so God is always working with us and on us, and we are working with him, mm-hmm. and that is part of the journey. Like, yeah. And I think when in, 
the best part of a relationship is when you can have really good conversations. Yes. And when you can ask your questions yeah. and when you can engage in questions with God about where you are and mm -hmm. about where he is and how things are going. Like mm -hmm. that's when it grows deeper. Yes. So crucial conversations come back does, even yes. in mm -hmm. once you're in relationship with Jesus, mm -hmm. that there's space to have those questions. For sure. Um, you work with students. Mm -hmm. You share a lot with them, but how how has um, how have questions been about for you? Like when yeah. when you have questions, what what's the role of community for you in your questions in your relationship with Christ? Yeah, man, um, that's a great question because I, I think community, um, like we we are just we're not designed like it's impossible for us to do life by ourselves mm. and so I think the role the role community has had for me um, whether that's one person a close friend or mm -hmm. my wife uh, or you know a circle of people like but what in my lived experience it's been um, a community has been a safe place where I, I can I can be real mm -hmm. with, okay, here, here are my, my fears, mm -hmm. <laughs> my fears about God, my fears of how he sees me, my fears, like, you know, no bars hold there. Like I can, I can say like, uh, the things that I've held or that have been built up in my own heart and minds, um, in, in ways that they, they shouldn't be. Mm. Um, but community has been, um, specifically community that that is safe that I can be known. I think that that's the gift that community the potential community can be where it's I can I can bring my full self. Mm -hmm. The good and the bad. Mm -hmm. The things that we celebrate and the things that you know I'm I'm terrified to for other people to see. Um but to be able to share both of those things and at the end of it to still be loved. Mm. That that is the key to being seen and known, where it's I I can be my full self, the good and the bad, mm -hmm. um, and I can be fully known, and at the same time fully loved, and that I think is where things start to change, or that that's been my experience where I I can uh, I can be honest mm -hmm. and have other and that's just the thing like other people I think can do the same thing there like there's a gift of actually living out vulnerability. Absolutely. Whereas my, my vulnerability is like, I take courage from somebody else's vulnerability mm -hmm. and the same, like me being vulnerable now gives somebody else courage to share. And it's, there's a growth in, in the safety and the security that takes place in within this group where it's like, and then we're just constantly becoming more known and able to now cover one another where it's like, man, I, I see that and I hear that. And like, I just want you to know, like, I still love you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and here is, is truth or here is what, what I think God has to say to that. Or he, and so it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing when so, it's lived out. So what I hear you saying is that being curious in community mm -hmm. and courageous yes. allows you to one, be known mm -hmm. more and know who you are more yes. and wrestle with the questions that you have yeah. about God or mm -hmm. about yourself and how you interact. But the support of 
each the sport of community helps you unpack that further. Absolutely, yeah. To be in a, th- that deepens your relationship with Christ. Yeah, well, because my, my, you know, my experience has been like. I don't, I don't seem to grow as well just by myself mm. or trying to answer these questions on my own because I get, I get stuck into certain ways of thinking or answering the same questions the same way. And I, I just need other people's perspectives to be like, man, I hear what you're saying, Dylan, but like, that's crap. <laughs> <laughs> or, or like it, it may be in kinder ways, but you know, especially when you like, sometimes we need the, the yeah, they're like, straightforward. I don't think that's, I don't think that's true at all. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of like, it's like, oh, there's a different way to think about this. Mm-hmm. There is a different perspective that I'm, I don't have. Um, and, and for me, that has been, uh, it's been huge. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I'm, I ha- I'm not going to have that gift if, if I'm not asking questions or in community with other people who can be honest and speak right. truth in that way. I, I love that picture of the way you've talked about community, because I do think we, we are not meant to be alone. We're not meant to wrestle through our questions alone, but what would you, what encouragement would you give somebody today who Mm. has questions about faith? Um, what would, how would you encourage them today? Yeah. Um, I mean, my first thought is I look back at Nicodemus's example, Mm. um, or he could have gone a lot of different places, but he went to Jesus Mm. And he, even if it was at night mm-hmm. <laughs> when he was like seeking the protection of night and, uh, you know, hoping not to be seen, like he still took his questions to God. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think that's a, that's a, a crucial first step mm-hmm. where whether we're trying to figure out my own or like your own tension or, or questions you have as a believer or if you're like, who is Jesus? Um, either way, I think come, like being honest back to the, you know, a discipleship and a relationship with Jesus is two ways, mm-hmm. um, as any relationship is. Um, like he can handle all of those, all the questions, all of the questions. Mm. He can handle it, and um, and so I, I would say like, don't be afraid to ask God to show up or to bring him the questions that you have and just be honest with that. Like God, more than anything, wants our honesty with him Mm. and to show up, show up where we really are. So true. Because, you know, I, and I think that is, it's helpful for us. Mm -hmm. Whereas I don't have to, I don't fear prayer Mm. or coming to God where it's like, okay, I don't, I've, I don't feel like I have this together, but I feel like I still need to pray. And so then I start to just pray the things that I think I should say, but I'm like, oh, but there's still something that I, I think needs to be said or like, and I, God wants that. Yeah. He wants the uncertainty that you feel. He yes. wants the questions that you have. Yes. Because that helps you get to know him and him get to know you. Yes. So I would say first, like, don't be afraid to bring that mm-hmm. to the Lord. He wants that, like, and you can be brutally honest with him because he can take it. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, I think back to what we were just saying about community, like if you don't have one, find a community mm-hmm. that you can have those same conversations or you, even if it's just a person um, or a trusted person to be able to walk that through because 
we, we can't do this on our own. Mm-hmm. We're not wired in that way. We are not. We no. are meant to be in community yeah. and in, in relationship with him. Yeah. Dylan, thanks so much for yeah. this conversation today. It's so good. Yeah. Will you pray to close us? I would love to. Thanks Thank for, you. thanks for this time. Absolutely. Yeah. Father, uh, we thank you for, um, we thank you for your word and the story of um, Nicodemus and um, his interaction with Jesus and just how it invites us to, I think, not be afraid to, to wrestle with questions and to bring them to you and, um, and ultimately what what we see in this passage, God, is your heart for us in your pursuit of us. And um, I pray that that is what we would know most deeply, is your heart for your people, your pursuit, the way that you you always take the first step, that your love moves towards us in all things, um, and that there's nothing that we can do or say that would, would stop that. So would you help us to, for each of us, whoever's listening, to know the way that you are moving toward us um, and the way that you are inviting us into a deeper life with you um, to live in the fullness of life that you came to give Jesus. Uh, we pray this in your name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for di- being yeah. here, Dylan. Thanks for joining us. Find us where you've listened to your podcast. Until next time.